Welcome to Knives Out Minute. I'm your host for this week, Ryan Murphy, and joining me is my guest for this week, Stephen Jones. Hi, Stephen. Hello. Today we're talking about Minute 29. We'll be covering from 28 minutes and 0 seconds to 28 minutes and 59 seconds. Our clip today starts with Blanc continuing his uh, statement from last clip uh, about why he's here. He says, I am here this because this morning someone dodged a very important question. Uh, and we end with uh, Lieutenant Elliot's uh, voiceover describing what was going on, where everyone was on the night of the party. So what'd you think of this minute, Stephen? I, I really like the, the way he revealed the, you know, why he's there. I like the exchange. Um, uh, that's what did it in Envelope you know, the, the filled with cash with, you know, showing the, how thick the wad of cash must've been. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, well, I like that because it, like you can almost, uh, I, I don't know. I interpret, I would, the way I thought of that was Wagner just kind of being like, wait, I, you know, people can get a hold of you that easily. It's, it's people could just bring you out and, and, uh, Benoit Blanc being like, they gave me a lot of money. I'm yeah. here because they gave me a ton of money. Uh, you're 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 uh, focusing on the wrong part of the story. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. There was a clipping. There was an envelope of cash. Uh, so as this as this minute starts out, we do get. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to talk about the visuals of what we're we're seeing at all? Uh, I I I was really uh fond of it's it's about starts at about two or three seconds into this minute it's we get them talking and they're sort of in silhouette against a background of like a really uh like foggy like forest top sort of setting and it's it's a really good like i it's a really striking image especially considering the rest of this bit is pretty standard you know shot reverse shot dialogue exchange yeah yeah it does sort of you know, uh, this is the first time in this scene that we've, uh, you know, Marta has returned inside, uh, and we just get, you know, sort of the, the three people who are, you know, detectives trying to solve the case, uh, shot against the, the foggy sky. I, 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 yeah, I agree. That was really striking, uh, shot. Um, the, I don't know. It's, Something about the way this movie has been going. I, I do like that uh, we're seeing, you know, a lot of overcast sky. Uh, it's not really... I, I think the only time we've seen... Well, certainly in our minutes, the only time we've seen, you know, sun was Marta's flashback to finding out that Richard was having an affair. Um yeah, no, I, I just think that's a it's an interesting uh, weather choice. 
I for f- what we're doing here. I forget. Uh, do they do they establish where this movie is set? I don't think they do. So I could be wrong. Um, I believe uh, it has. I believe it feels to me like New England, uh, and I think that we've. Um, I know some other episodes have speculated that it's somewhere in New England. I, I, that's what it feels like to me. I don't know. What does it seem like to you? New England does sound right. And I'm cheating and looking up where it was filmed that it was filmed in uh, Boston. <laughs> so, okay. you know, masters. Yeah. Yeah. New, New England is, is, is pretty spot on. And yeah. The, I guess the, 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 the forestry, I'm probably not using the right words for stuff, but the, like the forestry of it, uh, looked very uh, yeah yeah like Maine Vermont kind of that 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 wing of the the country yeah it does you know it it feels uh, I don't know for some reason this movie just sort of feels perpetually fall uh, if that makes any sense uh, and I mean I yeah I that that does fit if that's going it, I don't know if uh, yeah it looks like it always so, looks like it's, his. Ma- it always looks like it's going to rain in about two hours. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I think that I think that works well for the uh, for the genre. Yeah. Um. So. Okay. So Blanc is working through the bizarre experience. Well, actually, first of all, I. It it struck me that uh, an envelope of cash showed up at his apartment. I don't know why. Uh, apartment yeah. stuck out to me there, but but that was uh, something I noted while watching this. I don't know why I I I, <laughs> I guess for for part of this was just kind of envisioning Benoit Blanc in his own mansion somewhere. Um, but that does you know fit with the kind of I mean I think Poirot is is you know usually you know bumping around from a uh, tiny neighborhood house to tiny neighborhood house. So, so, so with Benoit Blanc. Um, so he's going through the strangeness of that request. Um, he, he says, so somebody suspects foul play, but goes through this hacha dance of hiring me of staying anonymous. Um, is that what he and says? Then notes hacha that it, dance? He he says hacha dance. I I I like I looked at the script. I I went back and watched the clip, and I was like, he's saying hacha dance. I don't know what that is. Okay, and now I know uh, what he said. Yeah, because I I don't know. All right. Um. So he he gets to the end of that, and then yeah, I I do think it's interesting that he earlier in the uh, scene he. Uh, mentions to uh, Wagner, you know, as we've talked about the volume of money that was in the envelope, but here it does seem like he's getting to what actually drew him in. Uh, Cause he finishes that statement with, you know, he changes tone and says, compels me though. Uh, I, I, what do you think about Benoit Blanc's motivation? I think based on like the you know his 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 expression and intonation with you know filled with cash um he probably would have at least 
done a cursory like oh, sure I'll see what's up anyways but um, like if they, if they had just come forward like hey I think this is foul play here's you know an amount of money you have to weigh in pounds um, he right. would have done it but I think the mystery of how he was hired at all is why he's as invested in figuring it out as he is because you know probably probably the mystery is tied into the mystery of his hiring to begin with yeah yeah it it definitely comes off not only as you know oh i'm interested in figuring out what is going on who killed uh this noted uh writer but also why did whoever wanted me to figure out who killed this writer bother staying anonymous why not just come to benoit blanc with you know the envelope yeah. of cash and hand it to him and say, Hey, I want you to look into this. It's, it's another thing he's considering. It's almost uh, a weird way of making it personal without making it personal. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. I don't know. It feels to me like whoever, uh, and we'll, we'll discuss a little bit more, uh, in our Friday episode and, uh, throughout the remainder of the podcast, but it, it feels like, He's intentionally, I don't want to say walking into a trap, but allowing the, like, he's, I, I feel like he understands that whoever sent him this money knows that he's going to want to figure that mystery out. Yeah. And so he's going to do it, whether he would have uh, eventually done this or not. So it's it's interesting to, you know, that he's kind of like, okay... There's a mystery. Someone sent me a lot of money. I could keep it and not do this. I could go and try to figure out who killed me. I'm trying to figure out who sent me the money. Right. It, it's it's interesting. Um, and, you know, uh, obviously uh, does bring back up that, you know, someone suspects foul play. Uh, Benoit Blanc seems to suspect foul play. Um, even though it's been you know, sort of established with Lieutenant Elliot, uh, uh, you know, that this seems like a suicide and, uh, I guess we'll, we'll see where that goes. Yeah. Uh, so I feel um, like it might also be a little bit of, if I, if I go along with this, I might be playing into this person's you know plan or whatever, but if there's a plan, they'll almost definitely get away with it. If I just take the money and don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely a, it's, it's, I don't know. I feel like this is something that we'll, we'll discuss as we move into uh, talking about a few more spoilers on Friday. Yeah. Uh, Why this plan was established in the first place. Uh, So from there, uh, Blanc asks Lieutenant Elliot to walk him through everyone's whereabouts at the time of death. Um, he starts doing that. We know that the party ended around 1130 and we uh, back to the night of the party. Marta and Harland are going upstairs. Harlan are going upstairs. Uh, Richard and Linda are going to bed. And uh, we have Marta took Harlan upstairs to give him his meds. The stairs leading up to Harlan's bedroom and his attic office creak horribly. So I, I guess, I don't know. Uh, what are your thoughts on these stairs? And how they play into the rest of the uh, action in the movie. 
it got me thinking whether or not they have like specific rooms that are theirs in the house. I I, I assume they're not all living there. Right. Yeah. So like, is is this just like their room when they're there? Is it? Or do they have specific guest rooms they stay in? I understand this is probably not relevant to the story. <laughs> right. Yeah. But it, it is kind of. <laughs> you can't it is give kind me, of. Uh, you can't give me like, you know, interesting characters and weird details and and not have me pedantically mis- like dissect them. Yeah. Yeah. You do kind of wonder like, you know, I, I suppose you know. Somewhere in this house is what was Michael Shannon's childhood bedroom, and I don't know what that would entail. That's, uh, that's, yeah. Or would it be actually? I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe not his childhood bedroom. If this is no, you're yeah. This would have been. Uh, this would have been later. This wouldn't have been uh, them necessarily even growing up there. This would have been. Yeah, because they uh, say when they 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 say when they like they oh the the, the house was, was bought in the the whatevers I I think later in the movie yeah yeah it, it late enough that uh, uh, the the adult children would have still been adults yeah uh, but it is sort of interesting to I mean it's you know this house that you know. At most times, you, I guess you assume that Christopher, Christopher Plummer is living there alone. And so when all these people come in, it's... I, I, I don't understand, I guess, with the creaky stairs, if you have someone in the family who you know to be a light sleeper, why you would put them... Yeah, did she just there? drop a short straw, or... Yeah, I, I don't know. That, that has to have been... Uh, I don't know. I, I imagine there was some sort of... Uh, you know, argumentation going on around that. Uh, Although I guess they don't necessarily so, establish that everybody was sleeping over at the house. They just showed that some people were still there. So maybe this is the only guest room and they're the other ones who were sleeping over. Yeah. Yeah. That would, it would be really interesting to like, you go from shot to shot and you see Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, you know, trying to deal with the creaky stairs and uh, Tony Collette uh, is in another room. And then Michael Shannon's at like a holiday Inn, <laughs> and we just go see him over there. And he's just like, Oh, he's, he's reading a newspaper. All right. Uh, so today's daily question uh, is about Ryan Johnson's films generally. So what are your thoughts on Ryan Johnson's non knives out films? Uh, I didn't see it when it first came out. I found it, you know, a few years later on Netflix, like older, like DVD mailing Netflix. But I got really into the movie Brick uh, with uh, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, I didn't see the Brothers Bloom until I think a little bit before The Last Jedi came out. But I saw the Brothers Bloom as well. I saw Looper. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked both of those. Um, I also liked The Last Jedi. Um, not to go into the whole last Jedi can of worms, but I, I, I enjoyed sure. that movie a lot. Um, I, I feel like I don't like Ryan Johnson as much as I like his individual movies. Weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, no, I, I understand that. That's, I, I definitely, you know, share the same opinion on, I, I'd love to brick. Uh, I believe that was, 
I mean, that came out 2005. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think I saw that not too long after it came out, but, you know, definitely long enough that it was, you know, available on DVD or however I watched that. I haven't seen The Brothers Bloom. That's that's the one movie of his I haven't I, I don't know. I feel like that's a lot of <laughs> a lot of the answers to this question are I haven't seen The Brothers Bloom. Uh, oh, uh and the episodes of Breaking Bad he directed were also very good. Yeah, yeah. So so actually that was uh, you know, something that I recently did a rewatch of Breaking Bad. Um it's <laughs> which started as a you know, we're finishing up uh, the latest season of Better Call Saul. And I, you know, sort of jokingly put on the first episode of Breaking Bad. And then it turned into a full rewatch of Breaking Bad. I feel like he's got... So he directed three episodes, uh, Fly 51 and Ozymandias. Um, I feel like Ozymandias gets all the deserved praise... uh, uh, in the world. Uh, I feel like 51 also gets a lot of praise fly. I know is really, I remember when I was watching it as breaking bad was airing also coming to the opinion that I think a lot of people had that, you know, it was kind of a, it slowed things down. It, it didn't really progress the plot that much. It was much more of a, you know, bottle episode where we're focusing on the characters in rewatching it. I thought it was brilliant. I, I, I really loved it on the rewatch. I I don't know whether that's, you know, I'm not waiting a week to see what happens next, but I thought it was great in, in rewatching it. I, I, I kind of got the feeling that I was going to enjoy it more rewatching it when I was seeing it the first time. Cause like, you know, like you said, yeah, yeah. you know, this, this really intense, great story. And we're, we're taking a break to do really like slow, deliberate character work, which is, which is, super great when you can like binge watch the entire thing but you know this this is one of the the last shows that i followed like week to week so this was very much a just you know what's what's going to happen next oh my god i don't care about a fly right now kind of thing yeah yeah well it's definitely sort of uh we're recording this uh during the uh initial airing of wandavision i don't know if you're watching uh wandavision but i have have not seen the most recent episode but other than that i'm caught up okay but that's the thing i feel like uh there is a lot of um discussion around you know we've kind of become more accustomed to you know these series being released in one big chunk that you can binge uh, and I feel like, especially in the early weeks of WandaVision, there was that kind of like, we're back to, we're only getting one episode a week. And so if the episode is slow, it feels like, I don't know, we've, we've kind of uh, all trained ourselves to to like that less. But yeah, yeah I, I, I feel like, you know... It definitely is the case that if you if you go back through uh, and and watch everything, I think you would have been correct in your your inclination that you'd like fly more on a rewatch. Yeah, and and I I did ultimately go back and and, and rewatch it. Like you know, I, I I did a whole like series rewatch as well, and and yeah, it was mm-hmm. it was a lot better when I didn't feel like it was keeping me from the you know super intense exciting story that I was wanting to hear more of 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm also just looking over his uh, sort of filmography here. One thing I did, so uh, Last Jedi, uh, as you mentioned, contentious movie. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. Um, I thought a lot of the choices it's made it made were contentious, but I found them interesting. I did not uh, listed on his in his filmography is uh, as an acting role. Uh, 2017 Luke Skywalker's hand cameo as hand double. So <laughs> I guess good for Ryan Johnson's hand. So yeah, <laughs> that's, that's all I've got to say about that. Um, do we have anything else we want to uh, cover for this minute? Uh, I think this is the minute where I decided that I really like uh, Benoit Blanc's tie in this part of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Really? It's huh. very understated in that it doesn't have a lot of uh, high contrast color variants. Like it's all it's all pretty like dark and like grays and blues and, and blacks it looks like. But right. it has very like definite like weird patterning to it. Whereas the other guys like uh, uh, Elliot has the just like the, the striped high and uh, Trooper Wagner has like the more of a geometric it's like a brighter blue kind of thing but yeah it's he's got a tie that if you pay enough attention to it has like a lot of interesting like detail work it looks like but is not going to be like super eye catching at a distance that's a really interesting observation I'm looking at it now and you're you're absolutely right there's a lot there's a lot more sort of going on with with uh benoit blanc's tie uh i mean yeah lieutenant elliot you kind of it is sort of you get the impression that it's you know just sort of a very straight and to the point it's a no-nonsense tie uh yeah yeah it's just here yeah it's a tie i'm wearing a tie because i have to wear ties um but benoit blanc's yeah it's a lot more intricate i don't know I don't know that that that's a very interesting observation and what that might say about each of these three characters. That's really cool. Uh, okay. Um, with that, I think we'll uh, go ahead and thank everyone uh, once again for listening to knives out minute. Uh, please uh, rate and review on your podcatcher of choice and uh, follow knives out minute on Twitter at knives out minute. Uh, thank you very much for joining me again, Stephen. Thanks for having me. And we will uh, finish this up with minutes uh, number 30 tomorrow. Uh, so we